don't be nervous. I've never seen the day. <laughs> this is for you, John. <laughs> I appreciate this. You just gotta tell Wendy to put it on her face. I was playing with this mic, you can hear it squeaking on the table. Yeah, we did. It's amazing. Act like professionals, okay? Sorry, I'm just amazed at the sound. It's gonna be Facebook in a little here, so you can name me. Alright, everybody, welcome back to the Dirty Menton Podcast. I'm really excited for this episode. Today, I have a full room, unlike last episode. Sitting across from me is his first appearance on the show, Andy Martin. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? You on Facebook? I am on Facebook right now, <laughs> looking at boats. Nice. You know. uh, and to my left and right, I have two premium athletes, I'd probably uh, call them. They are paddlers in the Osabo Canoe uh, marathon. marathon. Yep. Um before we get to that, I need to tell you guys a story. So the other day at work, as you guys, everyone knows, I'm a letter carrier. I closed the mailbox. I opened a mailbox. I'm sorry. And when I reached my left to get the mail, I looked back to my right, and there was hundreds, maybe thousands of bees. And as I drove away as fast as I could, panicking, it sucked probably maybe... 10, 30, maybe 100 into, <laughs> into my truck. And while I was panicking, I had to remember my training that I had with, with Ghost Rider Defense. Krav Maga may have saved my life uh, the other day. And it may save your life too. If you go to www.ghostriderdefense.com and enter promo code, what is it, Andy? Dirty Mitten. You will get $20 off a CPL course. I'm working to get other uh, percentages off of other courses, but for now, this is what you get. Now, let's get to the guests. How's it going, Ryan? Awesome. How's it going, Zach? Living the dream. Now, let's talk about this, uh, the, the marathon. Um, what is it, and how long is the actual race, mile-wise? The race is uh, the Salvador River Canoe Marathon, and it's uh, 120 miles of nonstop paddling. 120 miles? 120 miles. 120 miles. Yep. 120 miles of nonstop paddling. Um, now, let's take it from the beginning. How do, you, how do you train for something like this? How do you prepare for something so strenuous? Because it normally takes how many hours... What, what, how many hours does the uh, does the winner usually make it in? Uh, the winners normally do it in uh, roughly between 14 to 14 and a half. You know, roughly around there is when they've been doing it. There has been some that – there. I think there was one race that was below 14. Yeah, it was 13.58. That was the record that they – still not, not well, broken. But most of them are 14 and a half hours. 14 and a half hours? Yeah, you start – you actually start – in the town of Grayling at 9 o'clock at night on the last Saturday in July. And then we do, um, well, let me back up just a little bit. We actually, a couple of days beforehand, we do time trials in, in, um, on a little stretch of the river right in downtown Grayling. And then according to how you, 
your time of the time trial is where you start in the race. So like, um, so you start 60th or whatever. So it, you, they line you up in the streets in downtown Grayling on the road. They put your canoe down on on your side, and the two racers get ready. And at nine o'clock sharp, uh, they shoot a gun off, and you pick your canoe up and you run down the block, which is probably about three blocks actually. And well, everybody, if you, if you start where we start, yeah, right, I mean, yeah. with yeah, your right. canoe, yeah. with your with canoe, canoe yeah. and you dump into the river. It's pandemonia. It's absolutely amazing. The um, just ma- just chaos, just chaos. The adrenaline's going. Um, and you dump into the river and you start paddling and you go from there and you just head towards Ascoda. Now, you guys just actually got back from paddling. Correct. How how often do you guys uh, do you guys practice? We um, be practicing, yeah. Yeah, we practice probably just about every other night on the weekends. Most of the time we're paddling a couple couple times on the weekends, longer longer paddles on the weekends. Uh, tonight we did some sprints. Um and it's just it's nonstop. I mean, we we actually started uh, at the end of February. I think February 26 was the first time we got in the river in the Kalkong River, and we were actually dodging February 26. <laughs> February 26. We hit a few ways for yep. yeah. We had to we had to um, one. That was the coldest we've ever been. And we had to break the paddle. I had to hit with his paddle my paddle out of the top of the canoe because it was frozen solid in there. <laughs> yeah, we had like your sweat, everything's just frozen. You couldn't even open your eyes; it was just frozen. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Dedication. Yeah. Dedication. Yeah. What, uh, Zach? What What made you want to uh, to do this in general? Um, yeah. I mean, you you did this last year when you were fifteen, yeah. right? As you, you just turned sixteen, right? I did. Yeah. When, when it was like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, the eleventh. Yeah. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Uh, but what what made? Actually, let me turn this over to to Ryan first. What when was the first time that you actually went to this, not as a participant? Because you've only done it once, too, with Zach, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, I guess if I was to think back, it's probably, it's it's been probably 30, 30 years, 20, mid-20s. And my parents, my grandparents and my parents have a place up there. And so I've been watching just about my whole life up there, going to it. And, of course, it, if anybody who's ever went to it and seen it, I mean it gets in your blood you know once you see it you want to do it and um once my zachary got old enough to do it we were fortunate enough to be able to get a canoe and and um stay afloat in a canoe which is a huge thing because they're extremely tippy and it just took off from there and we just been practicing like crazy and going at it because i i did go i didn't i have i didn't get to go last year but i have gone in the past and it is actually it is pretty insane how it all works because I mean, you're you're going you're what's it called portaging, right? Correct. You're portaging over dams, and you're I mean, and just coming around these sharp turns, and that's when you see people like that, you know, fall out and yep. Yep. Uh, all that, you know, fall out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's definitely not it's definitely not a paddle just down a river drinking a few beers. No, it's yeah. not even remotely close to a leisure that's, paddle. A lot of people think that's what we do, but yeah, and it's and it's really <laughs> and if they were to actually go and. And see, even just watch the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Just go and watch for a couple hours. Yeah. You know, and go to these sites where they have, like, I think they have stuff set up to where you can, you know, you wait and you see, you can yep. see the leader come through and watch everyone come through. And Yeah, you can go downtown and watch. You can sit along the side of the road. And uh, they actually have, as you know, as the race starts, they have different bridges um, that are lit up along the route mm-hmm. where you can actually go there in through, into the night. 
And then um, you can go, I think, about as far as Mile. Mile is the, the first dam that we come to, which in the race you have to be there within seven hours um, or you're out of the race. So you you come to the race or t- come to Mile and it's lit up. The dam is lit up so you can watch it, you know, into the night. Yeah. So um, when you guys are, when you are in the dark, mm-hmm. do you have a light on the front of the? Yeah. Yes. On the front. And then do you also get to have headlamps and all that kind of stuff? No. You, well, a headlamp, if you were to have that on top, your your head is moving constantly, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, yeah, I guess and, it'd be pointless. And then. when you look around and stuff, it, it's you're not going to see where you go, so you just have it on the front. And But, I mean, it's still kind of, you can't really see what you'd like to see, but I guess you just have to deal with it. I guess, and I'm not sure how this all works either, but... <laughs> This may sound kind of weird, but who do you who do you determine who's who's front and who's back? Well, Zachary and I obviously are we're just beginners. We're just rookies at this, really. And um, Zachary, being young and not knowing the river and everything, technically, I'm probably supposed to be in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the power is supposed to be in the front, um, and then with the bow paddler and the stern paddler in the back is does more of the controlling the boat and stuff like that so as of right now um zachary's in the front and i'm in the back but okay. eventually we're going to probably switch you know as we get you know a little bit more experience and learn the river more and it's very it's very difficult to um at the speeds that we're going and the currents and everything and, and not only that you're i mean you're bumping along with different canoes at all times you know so it's really really hard to control the boats and it's it's extremely intense and let's talk about the let's talk about the canoe these aren't just your average canoes right no these are i i was actually just showing andy a picture of them and uh the heat they're very thin yeah <laughs> like, I, I don't, they're I, as wide as you are yes you yes, are yeah well, I, a little less yeah a little less, a little less <laughs> but yeah up in the front i uh like i'm supposed to have a lot more room than i am because i have to be because of the weight difference i'm i'm way up um farther yeah and my legs are like i have my legs not crossed they're just one foot's on top of the other one mm-hmm. so your feet are constantly numb and you can't have to try to at least move them but like it's it's pretty bad yeah yeah your knees are touching and it's a little rough in the front yeah, yeah. you're hip to hip yeah the sides are hip to hip and then in the middle it kind of bows out a little bit for stability but how important is a I mean, because is there people that actually they all are there? Are there really different? Are there different? I know there's different types of canoes, like from your, you know, your average beer carrying canoe to to what the race canoes. But are there different types of like this? What this canoe is a P thirty five. There's Z. Yeah, you know, there's different um, <laughs> different companies, different manufacturers, yeah. different names on, um, you know, different canoes. There's a fair amount of them, but they're all all the canoes that are in the marathon are all racing canoes all anymore. racing canoes you know i mean you you just you can't compete with um having just a standard canoe okay and are, are there different uh i think i might have asked you this but are there different divisions or are they all just yep. you're just straight up you have to just do this no matter how old you are how young you are right you yeah you have to be 15 to be in the race okay uh, at the time but um also oh, last year was you that was your only opportunity you actually had to do this right. you couldn't have done it before anyway yeah i yeah. was if I would have completed, I would have been the youngest person to ever complete the race in like the history. Yeah, Ta- like truly, because I think there was a kid that was like fourteen, but his dad lied about his age. Oh. So following the rules, I would have been the youngest. But uh, yeah, I, I was like a month into being fifteen then. So are there other sixteen-year-olds that have finished yeah. it then? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, then technically you'll still be one of the youngest then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. Sure. When you finish. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, be. But there is divisions that, like. Um, 
they have divisions like mixed, you know, male, female, and then um, they have senior division, rookie division, all ma- or all Michigan division. You know, they they have different breakdowns of um, during the race, but overall, everybody starts at the same time. Everybody. You know, takes off and goes all at the same time. So, uh, there, what about kayaks? There's no kayaks allowed. No kayaks. No kayaks no. allowed. And then the old thing. I think I remember you possibly telling me this, but wasn't there like a really, really old guy that did it for a really long time? And yeah, he, wasn't he like I don't know how old he was, but he was very old. Eighty nine was his. Yeah, I think. That, but wow. he he passed away. How many? He just passed away. Yeah. Really? Al Wyden so, Jr. or senior? senior. I'm sorry. Yeah. Al Wyden Senior. Sorry. Dang. Um, yeah, he, he, I'm guessing he probably did it with a son then. Yeah. Um, actually, the last time he did do the race, I think was, if I'm not mistaken, two years ago, I think yeah. it was, and he did do it with his son. Um, but I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I want to say it was like 30 sometimes or f- close to 40 that he actually did do the race. Is that going to be you guys, Zach? Oh, I hope one day. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> see. We'll go. we got to finish first. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, this is it. This is the year for you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, last year. Last year, uh, Zach, it was Zach and Ryan's first year doing it. And uh, I wasn't there, unfortunately, due to you know working. Um, but I was getting up. To, I was getting updates from everybody throughout the entire day, telling me how they're doing, where they're at. And then I got. At what time? What time did you guys end up having to opt out? Three thirty. Yeah, I think it was three thirty or four or some somewhere around there that we yeah, that we did. I had to, well, I don't know. It was my choice. It was. Or my dad's choice, but yeah, I did. I did hear that that you were you were oh, you were pretty upset oh, about yeah. the whole thing it in general. It wasn't but a good scene. Let, let's hear what did you what did, what were you thinking during this whole this whole thing? Like when you what what point did you re, kind of realize like you're like, man, I maybe I don't feel right kind of thing. Um, and what exactly happened in general? Oh, uh well, we were going under McMaster's Bridge, and I, you know, being a beast, I tried to obviously trying, trying to be a beast. <laughs> obviously, I whipped my shirt off to um, get a long sleeve shirt on, and I probably should have kept my t-shirt on and then put my long sleeve shirt on with it. Mm-hmm. And I started getting, you know, I was, I was shivering, but um, I, he says I wasn't, I, I wasn't for like an hour or something like that. I was shivering the whole boat, but I wouldn't, I wasn't telling him why I was. I was just seeing my legs. I'm moving my legs, and so the whole boat's shivering, like a whole boat shivering. Yeah, yeah you, I mean. Seriously, somebody could fart in the boat and it would move to, oh, you know, okay. it would shift. Yeah, I got I you. Mean, it's, it, it's that, you know. Yeah. Like when I, if I want to move the boat being in the stern paddle or if I want to move the boat, all I have to do is lift like one butt cheek up yeah. and put the weight to one side and it'll immediately turn the boat that fast. Okay. Yeah. So, but also I just want to add that when we started the race, it was 80 degrees at nine o'clock at night. Mm. By the time we hit McMaster's, it was in the low 50s, and by the time we pulled them out, it was the upper 40s. Oh, so it got so cold quick. It got cold yeah. quick. Um, yeah, go ahead. And uh, man, I guess this, I don't know, honestly, I'm a little, it's a little foggy, but uh, after that, it just kept getting, I had two windbreaker like parkas on, um, and that wasn't. I I couldn't drink any water because the water was cold and it just I like I like Made it worse. kind of puke up like a baby barf or whatever in your mouth yeah, and yeah. I just have to swallow it because you know you got to keep all that stuff in you. Yeah, yeah. All um, that because it's warm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I I kept asking him. He said I, for a blanket or something. And then which he, I couldn't get a blanket at that point. I was too cold or mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't have worked anyway. Uh, I started. I, I couldn't take any 
fluids in, so that doesn't do anything for you. And then I started kind of like, uh, I wasn't hitting the water with my paddle, and like he noticed that, and I was just trying to keep holding on. And then I started like blacking out and stuff, like I couldn't see in front of me, or I couldn't see, period. Like my eyes were like rolling around and everything. And then I, uh, I don't know. It just he he told me he just kept saying like, "Come on, let's get you to the bridge." And I knew he was gonna pull me out. Yeah, I knew it was over. But he I, wasn't telling you. Yeah, he wasn't telling yeah. me. But I knew in his voice that we were we were done for. Um, so I think I I was I was yelling at him. I was crying at him, and I was screaming mm-hmm. for probably the last hour and a half of the race. And then when we finally got to the the spot where they pulled me out, it took well, I think it was four guys to. I, Get you I was out of there. Latching onto the canoe, screaming at them and crying to not take me out, but they they uh they pulled me out and they carried won. me across the river. Yeah, they, they won. won. <laughs> I think that is, I, and I even when because when I got the text of what happened that you guys had to opt out, I did obviously I just got a text that just said that you did. I didn't know why. I didn't know if it, I mean it could have been you or or whatever. It could have been just like you guys are both like this kind of sucks. You want to get out of here? You know, <laughs> as far as I knew, that's what it was. So then when I got a hold of, uh, when I got a hold of somebody, they told me the story about how, you know, like basically you, Ryan, uh, said that, you know, we're done. This is it, you know? And obviously you had, uh, noticed something that something obviously wasn't good and, and he wasn't saying nothing about it. Right. And although, Although you, I do obviously think that you made the right choice, yeah, it's pretty badass though, Zach. Well, <laughs> well, it would have been cooler if I would have made it. I, yeah, I don't think it, I. I kind of a. Uh, how far? How far into the race was it at that point? Did you? I forgot what you said. It was only five hours or something. five hours. Five, five hours of straight paddling, though. Yeah, we were just getting into it at that. Yeah, point. Which I kind of sucked. I was walking up my stairs earlier, and I was like, I got halfway, and I was like, I mean, I could probably take a break, right? I mean, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, yeah there is no. You're going nonstop, but I also wanted to tell you guys, I, f- I forgot to tell you, but we actually have a, f- a feeding crew that goes with us. Yes, like When yes. Zachary's talking about the guys that, that took him out of the race, we have a feeding crew that goes along with us, and we have certain spots along the river where we actually pull over to the side of the river, and then they throw in our food and our drinks and our mm-hmm. medicine and everything, mm-hmm. and then we just we don't stop paddling. We just keep on going from there. And from the spot where he was, our last um feeding spot where we had to pull zachary out we were actually going into the mile cuts and the mile dam and um it's extremely dark and there's a ton of like stumps and everything in there so i knew that if he's in the front and he's kind of got to guide us through all those Mm -hmm. stumps and if you if obviously if he can't visually see the water that um it's pretty treacherous out there you know to dump it in the middle of a pond like that or and then to and then to be in the condition that he was in in general right. and being as yeah. cold as you were so do you think it, it was a hypothermia like setting in oh kind he of was thing? definitely it was definitely setting in. were you wearing you a know? shirt at this point i had yeah I, like i had a long sleeve shirt and two windbreakers on but i was i couldn't stop it breaking. was just too it was yeah. too, too late, late too yeah. late huh yeah do you remember coming around that corner and taking your like taking your your shirt off yeah then? well it's the rush of because there's like not at our point we're like we're seventh from the back, which is good. I don't care what if you finish, you're doing good. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and there's probably no, a few hundred people on top of the bridge and they're screaming at you, so you feel like you're a freaking yeah, Billy like B. like you're like you're scoring there. the yeah. game winning touchdown yeah, in the Super Bowl. It. And yeah. then so you go in there and you don't think of anything. You can't hear yourself think because people are cheering for you. So I just whipped it off, not thinking. And then um, Marty always or he always yells at me because. 
um, like I said, I was fine, but I lost my paddle. Mm-hmm. But the whole time we were looking for my paddle for about a minute or two, it was in my hand. <laughs> and I was screaming at everybody to try to find it, but um, we, we found it. It was in my hand. Wasn't there a video of that? Because we were at the gym. And I think there was a video. video. I think there was a video of it. Uh, where yeah. You, I think you're. Oh, I think Tracy. Yeah. I got. I got the videos right here. Do you have yeah, the video? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, who? Who are your feeders? This year? Yeah. It's uh, Brian. Yeah, go ahead. Brian yeah. Schultz, Marty Howard, and Scott Clifford. Scott Clifford. Yep. Oh man, yeah, Scott. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're gonna be you know and, and Hannah Schultz I think is uh, gonna help us out and then my dad. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on the bank and stuff. And then, you know, anybody that we can get to come there and root us on and support, you know, from the side and stuff, it really, it really oh, helps out yeah. tremendously. Well, I mean, look at, look at, it made Zach turn, go beast mode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, um, what, what are the dates for, or what is the date of that? The last Saturday in July, always. Last Saturday in July. In July. And it starts, it starts in Grayling. Starts in Grayling at nine o'clock sharp. Nine o'clock sharp. And actually, if, to anybody who's never seen her, or, or you know, if you've just heard about it, it's it's absolutely amazing to go and watch it. And I mean, and here in our own state of Michigan, we've got uh, it's part of the Triple Crown of racing. There's one in Canada, there's one in New York, and then we have one here. But this is the longest continuous canoe race in the world. So to have that in our own back door, and it's been going on for years, you know. And I I think that especially with technology and everything i think it's getting bigger and bigger um it's a it's a crazy sport to get into it's it's a lot of um a lot of time and money mm-hmm. but because yeah, those, those canoes aren't cheap no the canoes are not cheap at all nope the, the canoes are um what you were saying earlier about how big they're they're 18 and a half foot long and i think ours weighs uh 34 pounds and the paddles that we're using um I think ours weigh 13 ounces. Um, the Winona's do the... The Winona's the weigh, weigh about 7 or 8 ounces. Yeah. So, but, okay. you know, everyone, everybody hears that, they say, well, that's pretty light. But after they, they estimate you um, fifty to 60,000 strokes in that time frame. And back up again, I apologize. No, go ahead, the, no. The winners, throughout this whole race, there's actually checkpoints throughout the whole race that if you're not there by a certain time, you're automatically pulled out of the race. Really? So it's not a leisure thing at all. You really have to go. You have 19 hours to finish the race. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's checkpoints right at, uh, I think the first one is two hours into it. And at, after that, it's just about every two hours into the race. If you're not to that checkpoint, by that time, you're automatically done. And they just pull you right out. You're, you're done, you're huh? Man. I, yep, they pull you out. At the pace you guys are going before, though, it's being you guys are making decent yeah. pace? Or? Uh, yeah, we were we were above. Um, like at Stefan, we came in, I think, uh, 45 minutes earlier than what we needed to. Mm-hmm. McMaster's, we were half, half hour. You know, so half hour, yeah. we had plenty of time, you know, to work with. Is there anything different that you guys have done training this year than you have in the, and then you did last year? I mean, actually, probably, I mean, obviously, you probably have trained more. Yeah, we, actually, well, we, since last year, we bought a, a newer canoe, a, a much, um, a, a newer canoe, a much faster one, a JD Pro 2. Um, and we've been training a tremendous amount. Mm-hmm. And uh gentleman in town here, Chuck Hewitt. I think he's done the race, I think, 18 times, and he's um, been amazing we, to us. We couldn't even no, try to do it without him. Chuck. He's been helping us like crazy, and 
um, training with them. We just about every weekend we go up north. This coming weekend we're heading up there and we're going to do some training. So, but yeah, we've been really going at it. And we're, and it's a matter of, um, it's not one of those races where you can just one day up and decide to do it and and, and train for a little bit and go and do it. I mean, no, it doesn't seem a like it. tremendous amount of technique that has to go into it and, and time. I tell you what, Andy and I were going, we, <laughs> we were training for, yeah, yeah. We were going to do the, which I know you have done this and I think you did it too, possibly. We were going to do the triathlon, which I think yeah, I yeah. told you about. Yep. And we, we went out there to do, try and do some canoeing and it's exhausting. It really is like, it's not, when you actually try, when you're actually trying to pick up speed, granted we were in a big, yeah, a bigger right. canoe, like a leisure canoe. Yeah. Um, but when you're actually trying to like pick up speed and go, that is the heaviest thing oh, yeah. in the world. I mean, there the I, just the whole process of it is just mm -hmm. exhausting. You yeah. The first time we went out, we couldn't keep it straight. No. We yeah. That's the other thing too. One side of the cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. The other. And then you know what it turned out? <laughs> it turned out that. We had the canoe backwards each time. Yeah, we were. Oh, we were yeah. backwards. I was man. sitting there. I was sitting there, and I was like, "Man, I'm like doing this. I'm like, this isn't seem." And I'm like, guy had my knees together. Yeah. He goes, "Hey, you're, you you got to turn around." And we were like, "Yeah, whatever, yeah. dude." And uh, we just kept going. And I turned around, and I was like, "Andy, I think the canoe's we backwards." This doesn't seem right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. So we we're and then uh, I think uh, Andy's work schedule changed, and then we just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, which is probably for the better. For both of us. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think I could probably do actually. You and you, I don't. You haven't done it yet, but you, uh, Ryan, you did the um, the hundred mile. It was the Black the bear, bear Fanato. Yep, yeah. yeah. How was that though? Uh, that was good. That was. Uh, it was. It was pretty neat. It was. It was really cool to do. That's the bike race. Unfortunately, they've changed it now. It used to go right alongside with the canoers and you would all meet in Osco. That's, right. That's how I time. remember it. They've changed too. the route now. It's just basically a loop and you take off out of grayling mm -hmm. and it actually doesn't even go along with the race anymore. Because so, remember, we used to be able to sit in front of your cabin and watch yeah. the bikers go by. They still for do years, that? Yeah. Nope, they no, changed the route. Yeah. For years and years, we watched that. and um, yeah, It's just kind of neat to... You know, put those on your resume. You know, if you yeah, try I, I and agree because that that's and, that's not a five k, it's not a ten k. We're talking like this is that's like the real deal. That's yeah. something that not a lot of people can say that they even would want to do. Right, uh, Andy, are you going to sign up for that this year? You want to do it? No, <laughs> no. I think you got You got to have you got to have yourself a road bike for something like yes, that. Yes, right? you definitely yeah. do. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because some, there is some goofballs out there that do it. You, you know, to make mountain bike us. and stuff. But yeah, it'd be us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boy, you're you're definitely gonna be hurting by the time you get to the end. Yeah, that's for sure. Did you wear those spandexy things? I sure did. Yeah. And you know what? At the beginning, I was dead against it. I was like, oh, I'm not. Putting I'm not those doing tight it. Pants on and blah blah <laughs> blah. But now, even in the maritime, when we paddle in the maritime, we wear the tight pants. Yeah. Well, it, oh, it's tight. These are tight pants, but like in the bike, and you have to wear the ones with the cushions in the butt. Cause oh yeah! If not, that'll ruin you. It destroys you. That'll ruin you. That's a, just a hemorrhoid waiting to happen, oh, right? Even there. with the cushions, you're destroyed by yeah. the time you get 100 miles in. You know, Zach, are you gonna end up doing that one day? Or I was actually gonna do it. Um, I, I, I wasn't old enough to do the canoe marathon, so I wanted to do that. But um, I, I don't know the farthest we ever went. What was that like? Something probably like. I don't know, we, we were training for the triathlon, which you bike like 12 miles, and no, that's not for me. I'll, I might try it one day. But yeah, just, just to put it, like he yeah, said, put it in your resume. Yeah. Uh, 
That's another thing, too, that Andy and I tried. We were like, well, let's, I mean, I think we could probably do it. I mean, it would be terrible timing, but we were we was like, let's just go for a bike ride and see how far we can get. And mm-hmm. we got to a point, and I was like, oh, man, how far are we going? I, he, he looks at his, his phone. He looks at his phone, and he goes, three miles. I was like, damn, man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, you really got to train for stuff like that. Oh, like, like I said, I can go and, I can go and run three-point you know, one or 3.2 miles in a 5k Mm -hmm. and do that every day and get, you know, get it down to like whatever, however many minutes. Right. But like to run like, or to do a marathon is something completely different. Uh, Before we continue, I need, we have a new sponsor. Um, It's Dan's lasers. That's D A N Z L A Z E R. Uh, Dan's custom lasers is an engraving special specialty and Yeti and Arctic type cups. Like them fancy ones that keep uh, stuff or keep ice for 12, 30 hours at a time. Um, you can order custom laser engraved cups from Dan's Lasers. You can have your name, logo, or business info laser engraved on an Arctic cup. They make great gifts for employees, coworkers, and family members. All different kinds of colors of cups in stock. Dan's Lasers. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. And again, that's Dan's Lasers. That's D A N Z L A Z. ER custom laser engraving and tell them the dirty mitten sent you. Sorry, I thought I don't know if I was supposed to read that part. <laughs> so I had to I had to read it before. Uh shout Those out to Dan's sp- shout out to Dan's lasers. Those are pretty sweet cups. Andy, where'd you go? I had to go take a little bathroom break. Oh my god. Um <laughs> so <Let's> go. <laughs> uh all right guys. Well we're gonna wrap this up. I really appreciate uh Ryan absolutely you coming here and zach i really appreciate it i know that it's pretty weird but it was pretty fun though wasn't it it's fun talking about stuff like this and that's kind of why i wanted to do this because you're not going to see this on the news you know i mean that's what i think sucks about it because it is super cool to watch and if you can go and watch this even is you just go watch the beginning yeah i guarantee you if you go watch the beginning you'll go uh, let's let's go check out the first uh, oh, the first spectator spot. Definitely. You know, let, why not? And then and then all of a sudden it's two o'clock in the morning, yeah. and you're like, man, do we go home or do we go keep going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta see who finishes. Yeah, we got to see who finished. Does yeah. does is it the same few people that win it every year? Ooh, yeah, well, yeah, it has been over the last couple of years. They've changed a little bit, um, but you know, your top probably if your top five teams are they've been they're pretty I mean, consistent. They're, yeah, they're they're unbelievable athletes i mean to yeah. do what they do in that short a time to continually paddle like that in 14 hours is absolutely insane are they american no uh, uh yeah some few the canadian all right guys well i think i appreciate it uh zach i i know you guys are gonna finish this year yeah, i know gonna, it. yeah and hopefully if i can get the time off i would love and if andy can get the time off yeah. We would love to come out there and check that out and Absolutely. help out in any way we can. Uh, by the way, Ryan did just say that uh, he's going to put Dirty Mitten podcast on the side of his, uh, his, his, his canoe. Right there. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, everyone, I hope that you had an awesome weekend because this uh, will come out on Monday. Because as Ryan has said before, you only get one ticket in life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I'm in the canoe, too. You only get one shot at this, man. Yeah, one shot. Live it up. Which is, that, that whole saying has kind of morphed into something even greater because the whole reason that you told me that the one time is because you didn't want me to leave a wedding one time. That's right. <laughs> and I've been, I've been living by that since. Yep. 
All right, everybody. I hope you have. Uh, I hope you had an awesome weekend. I hope you have an awesome week. And uh, again, thanks, guys, for coming. Yep. Thanks, Thank you. Sam.